This is Voices of Admission, stories from the people behind great events. Caitlin Teed is Shopify's Partner Community Manager. Hello. Hello. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So your presentation was called People Power. Yes. Which, you know, you can't do a conference without people. You really can't. <laughs> that would be, I don't know what that would be, but it would be something, it would be something else. It would be just an empty room. Yes. Um, I, so uh, one of the stories, you told a great story that I would love to, to have you tell a, a version of again, which is you did a conference in San Francisco yes. and um, on day two of your conference, the power went out. Yes. What happened next? So, yeah, so we got there, the power went out. I think all of the organizers were trying to it's figure terrifying. out what the story yeah. was. Yeah, because like essentially the venue said we couldn't get in and then you have to play this game. Well, can we wait it out? Like, is it just here or is it we, you have to figure out it's citywide? All the cell towers were also out. So I remember I couldn't couldn't make any calls. It was just kind of this chaos, right. but turned oh. into creative chaos when we just had to do pop-up talks and we brought out some chairs and some drinks and people just started. And everybody just started talking. Started talking, doing what it, people do. It goes with one of the themes, I think, of this whole day, which is the idea that the you know conferences aren't just what happens on the stage. In fact, yeah. the most important thing is who's in the audience. That's the community and that's the audience and and they're, they're the content because yeah. they're the ones who are talking to each other during breaks and all of that. And in your case, with the power out, they just formed their own little groups and kept talking. No, exactly. And that's why I think the idea of people power, like powering your events through people is just so important. And it, we often think about you know, niching down on who those people are and like what they're looking out of it. But at the end of the day, I think people, you, you're just going to have so many interested people coming out. So tell me about the trust battery. <laughs> uh, so this is Toby Luke, our CEO's concept. Um, essentially, he, yeah, he says it's nothing, nothing groundbreaking or new. It's like, but everyone, it's a way of, of thinking about the way that you make promises and deliver on them to people. And I think it works for attendees. He specifically talks about it as being charged at 50% when you enter Shopify and that uh, as an employee, um, and that you can, based on the promises and expectations that have been set for you, uh, you're just your trust battery will charge. Uh, so the more promises and uh, opportunities that get delivered to you and the harder you work, uh, charge. And then obviously things will, you'll feel uncharged if the company also makes decisions that you don't agree with, or you feel like you don't fully trust the way that the path is going. So we have a concept default to open internally that we use, um, where we try and keep everything as uh, transparent as possible to help avoid any uncharged batteries. <laughs> and so from a perspective of a conference, the same the same idea would apply that your attendees are sort of entering with this trust, half-charged trust battery, and then you need to uh, deliver on whatever it is that they want to get out of the event. Yeah, exactly. And I think you do that by giving them authentic touch points is what I think is the, one of the best ways to do that by giving them that opportunity to connect directly with you and feel like it's not just a day full of people talking at you, but mm -hmm. people talking with you. And by those people, I mean the attendees, the, the organizers is just as much as the attendees. And like, I love working like the front desk at like events and getting to know the people that are coming in and welcoming them by name. And I think that's such a powerful thing for people to feel. And that's why it's important to do these face-to-face events um, and how some things like while VR might be really cool and interesting, I don't think it can ever fully right. take over the way that 
events uh, bring people together. And it does speak to the fact that you you have to know your audience well enough to know what they want, right? Because you can't deliver something that's going to charge that battery if you don't know who they are and what they why they're there. Exactly, and I think that's where feedback comes in just as much as uh, uh, as as anything else. Uh, and asking people genuine questions about how they feel about what we're providing, and I think the best part we can all learn is that you might not get it right the first time, and you might get people that are unhappy, and you might loot charge like d- discharge your battery. But you have to identify that and uh, and work for work forward from it. So Shopify is a company with a product and you do an event and you've got your customers, presumably, or prospective customers who are at the event. Mm-hmm. And um, there are a lot of events like that. And I think one of the things that you talked about that that is something to consider if you're running an event like this is this office hours idea where, and I've seen that at some conferences, but by no means at all of them mm-hmm. where you've got your employees with office hours so that people who are at the conference can basically go talk to somebody and say, can you help me out? Can you explain how I should do this? Do you give, can you give me any advice? Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. It's been extremely successful. The lot, the conference series we're running right now, pursuit, um, words, dedicating a whole first day to it, uh, where people can book as many different with as many different people as they want. And I think it's also like our value too, where we believe in like in talking to those on the front line um, and people who are literally using the product daily, who our partners know our product better than we do sometimes I feel. So it's extremely valuable for us as much as it is for those who are attending. Right. And just talk about the uh, opportunity there from both sides, but I'm thinking as a customer to be like, when do I get the chance to talk to somebody who, you know, other than a support email or something like that, right. To talk to the person who is, who's been put out there by this company as the person who knows about this and be able to say, here's my problem and get an answer. Whether that answer is you're right, we don't do that. We should do that. Or whether the answer is I can tell you exactly how to do that. How great is that to, to, to get that. And to your point, to get that feedback from a customer. Yeah, it is. It's so, so important. I don't think, like you said, like you've seen it at a couple conferences, but I don't think enough people are doing it. Like even our, um, more of our merchant focused events, like shop class, we have a uh, guru bar appointments and the gurus are our support system, our support team, apologies, mm-hmm. our support team behind the phones, behind the emails, behind the chatbot. Um, not the chatbot. They're actually chatting with you <laughs> and they book one. You can book one-on-one appointments with them where you sit next to a computer and you walk through some store setup or, Hey, I'm having an issue with this specific thing. And it's really, real tangible takeaways. Uh, the office hours we do at our partner events are a lot more high level. Like I really want to understand how I can be more successful with, with the company or how I can find more Shopify clients or more strategic business decisions there. Um, I think both of them open up conversations that can be go beyond that though. All right. Explain for me, uh, the concept of friendly leverage. I really <laughs> like that a lot. I like it too. I wish I could take credit for it. But, um, when I was practicing this talk with my, uh, my, um, my mentor Kier, he, uh, he, he coined it actually. But I think the concept of it is, is that Shopify, we, we invest in the ground grassroots events and everything, but we, they really wouldn't be possible without our partners who are our biggest brand ambassadors and advocates. Um, not often only do they know the platform like inside and out, but they, they want to highly align with us. So it becomes this win-win situation where we're both 
friendly leveraging each other um, and aligning with each other in a way that benefits both parties where they feel like they are backed by us uh, as a product, but that we feel like they're able to promote uh, what it is we do, but also our values in their local communities. And you end up with this, uh, you said you have worldwide meetups where you end up being in places where you you actually aren't, but the yeah. people who use your product, the people who know you, they're there. So you get to yeah. be seem much more kind of a, uh, of a worldwide, you know, concern than you actually are yeah. because of your customers. It's a funny you say that the conference I was just at, I met a partner from Mexico City, and while we don't have an office there, I think we only have one employee. Uh, they they constantly say that their clients are saying that they work at Shopify when it's, it's amazing that they, they don't, but they are a partner of ours and they're so highly aligned with us that they are, are spreading that, uh, those values and that, and that, um, support in a way that we, that expands our reach, like, 10 times more. Right. And and those international meetups, that means, you know, essentially those are events that you're, you don't, you're not putting on this huge series of international events, but they're happening. Yeah. You're at the center of them anyway. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) I have one more thing to talk about with you, which is feedback. You talked a little bit about feedback at the end and the idea that feedback is a gift. And you told an anecdote about somebody who, um, gave some feedback about like, I don't, I don't want to do the, say your name and what, what your job is or whatever, because the, what does that tell us about each other? Um, I, and I just thought that was great because it's this idea that so often the most, if you're lucky in a conference, you'll get like a fill out form that <laughs> nobody fills out that says rank this one to five. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I like the idea that you should make space in your event for feedback and to your point also to make um, the event feel safe for feedback, that people should feel um, like they're not going to get in trouble or be intimidated if they have feedback for the people who are running the event. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's something that we're still figuring out as well. Like we do definitely send out that feedback form with the on a scale of one to five. Mm -hmm. But I think the concept of feedback goes, like you just said, like beyond that, like how is like, so we're, we have this conventional meeting pattern that we're using. Um, how is it that like, is it still serving its purpose? Um, I really loved Hugh's talk today about the, uh, conferences becoming the creative uh, people's church. Um, and this way of like us finding a new conventional way of meeting together, but still practicing the same values and getting that same face-to-face time, but in a different way and in a different space. Um, and I think we need to do a better job of getting that feedback from our attendees to say, is this still working? Uh, Maybe office hours won't work in the next couple of years. Maybe we'll need to, I don't know. I don't know what the next couple well, years will happen. And the last thing you want is for your event to, um, you know, go down and not have as much repeat business, not not yeah. have as many attendees. And turns out that there was something that people hated about it that you never really understood until, you know, maybe several years later when you could yeah. have fixed it sooner. Um, yeah. And the challenge is just if you're doing an event, how do you create a feedback loop that isn't, yeah. um, you know, here's a feedback form and you've been gone a week and you may not fill it out. And it's, it's so hard because I feel like (laughs) once you walk out the door of an event, it's in the rearview mirror and it's hard to get that feedback. So Uh how do you build something in at the end, toward the end where you can kind of safely elicit feedback? It's a hard problem. It's a hard problem. Like even last year we had a paper and I was talking to some of the other speakers about this, about paper feedback forms during the event and incentivizing people to fill them out before the event is over means you're going to get more authentic feedback mm. because they're like you just said, like you're looking in a rearview mirror once it's over. Um, and I think you need to do it in person there. And I think that, yes, as much as it is the scale of one to five paper feedback form 
times, uh, but also asking attendees if there's anything that you could be doing differently in the moment um, and just having conversations with them. And that could come out in office hours. Uh, it could come in during lunch. Uh, that's why I think organizers should always be on the floor or wherever mm. in the space with people as much as uh, as they are there themselves. Um, right. And then so. you make yourself available and somebody can say, um, and you, you could even say, I suppose, um, at, at, you know, at lunch, I'm going to be around if there's anything that you think yeah. is not working. We're, we're thinking of next year. Tell me what you what you think just you yeah. know please please help us instead yeah. of like i don't want to hear your feedback i don't want to hear what's wrong yeah. which is such a human oh, nature yeah. thing but <laughs> oh and i mean don't get me wrong like if you tell someone like oh we need more food it's like oh i can't fix that right now or like you know right. there's a million other like little things but i think uh, yeah i think it's those, those bigger picture like i just don't think that this type of gathering works or like it didn't work for me like well what would you recommend like can you offer an alternative <laughs> right that would work for you well, thank you. Here's my feedback. That was great. Thank you very much. Thank you, for being Jason. Here. I appreciate that. Admission is a conference organized by the people behind Tito. Simple, powerful event software. Just add people. Get more information at ti.to.